0: Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Kayla Mayer, our producer, and Paul Sadek, our technical producer, coming to the Archdiocesan Studios at the Archdiocesan Catholic Center. Well, whether you realize it or not, we've just come through NFP Awareness Week. In my experience, those who are familiar with and utilize natural family planning are typically huge fans. And those who are unfamiliar with it often become intrigued just by hearing a little bit about it. Joining us now to nurture the fans and intrigue those unfamiliar with NFP is Alice Schwantes, a fertility care practitioner at Twin Cities Fertility Care Center. Alice, welcome to Practicing Catholic.
1: Thanks, Patrick.
0: All right, let's start out with NFP, natural family planning. First of all, is it just for married couples?
1: No. Um, I learned NFP as a single woman. I have single clients. I have married clients. I have engaged clients. It can be used for anyone.
0: Okay. And what are some of the ways women and couples then use methods of natural family planning?
1: I can use them to avoid pregnancy, achieve pregnancy. We see women using the system during postpartum times, nearing menopause, but really it is a way to track your health as a woman. And Creighton specifically does that really beautifully by pairing with what's called NAPRO technology.
0: Okay. Wow. Some uh, some fancy words here we're throwing around. Is can you, can you uh, expand a little bit? I mean, different models? Is this different models of... Or Yeah. What does that what does that mean?
1: So the basic principle of NFP deals with two things. Men are always fertile. We know that from the time that they hit puberty and then women, in contrast, are usually infertile. They're really only fertile about six to ten days out of a cycle. So from menstrual period to menstrual period is what we call a cycle. Um, We use that basic principle and we look at what's going on, what signs and symptoms is her body giving to tell us when she's fertile and when she's not. And then um, to give you a definition of that fancy word I use, NAPR technology, that stands for natural procreative technology. So it's a branch of the medical profession that has learned how to interpret these signs and symptoms in a woman's body.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now, you mentioned that NFP can be used to avoid pregnancy. And of course, uh, as as Catholics, we believe and uphold that uh, artificial contraception is, is not admissible or not permissible in the marriage relationship, but uh, NFP actually is. But outline for us a little bit of the difference between artificial contraception and natural family planning.
1: So artificial contraception often has to do with artificial hormones. And those come with a whole host of symptoms, side effects, risks for women. So NFP doesn't have any of those hormonal risks. Um, so a woman is at less, of, less risk of things like certain cancers, um, mental health disorders, leaky gut, There's a really long list, heart attack, stroke. And there's also research that says that couples who use NFP are at a lower risk of getting divorced.
0: Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because it fosters communication specifically around the sexual part of their relationship, do you think?
1: I think it does. I think it fosters communication within the whole relationship. But yes, they need to be on the same page when they're communicating, right? What is our intention Do we know when we're fertile or when we're not? Do we know that we're both on the same page about whether or not we're using the system to try and achieve a pregnancy or space children or whatever their intention is? That intention should be talked about and shared within the couple.
0: Right. And just to be crystal clear about this, because some of our listeners might be encountering this for the first time and are interested, of course, in upholding, we hope, uh, Catholic teaching on this. Um, while the usage of artists, artificial contraception the Catholic Church would not see as remaining open to life, but with NFP, we do? That you're still open to life, even if you're using NFP to avoid a pregnancy?
1: Yes, so what you're doing is you're saying, scientifically, we, you know, the, the chances of conception are really low here, but we're still opening up that decision to God. We're never saying that we're blocking him. So contraception blocks that relationship with God. If you think about a barrier method, that's exactly what it's doing. It's blocking you off from your partner and it's blocking off that relationship with the Lord.
0: Right. Now I've shared this with other guests we've had on the program talking about natural family planning. But of course the typical joke that I've heard is what do you call a woman who's using natural family planning and the punchline is pregnant. Um, So, Tell us about, I know that's a myth because I've talked to others, but tell us yes. about the effectiveness of NFP in avoiding pregnancy.
1: So I mentioned that there are lots of different methods to choose from, and right. it's it's kind of pick your own path, really. So pick whichever method you like and that works for you. But I can only speak to Creighton. So Creighton has done their own effectiveness studies. On paper, if you were to follow the system to a T, you're looking at ninety nine percent effective rate. But wow. when they actually took couples and they put them into use, they found that the system was 96.8% effective. So that's still pretty high. Yeah. When you compare that to some artificial contraceptives or methods that the church wouldn't agree with, um, you're looking at it's still more effective than some of those things. So for example, mm-hmm. the shot is 94% effective, the pill is 91% effective, condoms are only like 82% effective, and those numbers are the same here in the US as they are in the UK, so it's pretty standard.
0: Wow, okay, all right, well, that's encouraging, and I, I know that it takes some discipline though, of course, Doing that and um, to to see to that, can you can you walk us through that a little bit? I mean, what exactly involved? I mean, you said you, that the Creighton method you're you're most familiar with. So, what would it be involved in the Creighton method? What's the responsibility on the woman or on the couple um, mm-hmm. as they're going through this?
1: Yeah, so I will start by saying we never want you to feel like you have to do this alone. There uh-huh. are blogs and all kinds of things that you can read. You can buy books and things, but really. One of the beautiful things about choosing a method and having a practitioner is that you have someone who's going to walk that path with you in the Creighton model. The first step is to take an introductory session that's usually in a group setting. You're just the tip of the iceberg here. You're getting the broad overview of what NFP can do and how Creighton can be applied to different life situations Mm. and then. After that, if you decide you want to move forward, you'll pick a practitioner. Right now, we have seven in our center who can work wow. with you. Okay. And um, in the beginning, we meet pretty close together. So we're meeting every two weeks and those appointments are individual. So it's with the woman or with the couple. And we're tailoring things to what is her body saying? What are her needs? What are the couple's needs? And then as the woman gets more comfortable, as the couple gets more comfortable, we start to space those appointments out. So we know, okay, you have some confidence here, go use it, practice it on your own for a while, and then we'll meet again in a month or three months to, ta- okay. to kind of check in.
0: Yeah, okay, good. And. Um, just to go to come back to one of the points that you made earlier, that not just couples, not just married couples, need to know about this. Um, so you're actually encouraging even young women who are unmarried and chaste and um, but just want to know more. Why why would you encourage them specifically to maybe consider um, starting to learn the natural family planning?
1: Yeah. So in the U.S., the majority of women who take hormonal contraception or they're on the pill,
0: Yeah,
1: I think it's upwards of 60%. So wow. those, sorry, the women that are doing that, 60% of them are doing it for health reasons. Do you have painful periods? Do you have irregular cycles? Do you have really heavy bleeding? Do you have all kinds of cramps? Do you have acne? These are all reasons that a young woman might be put on the pill. Yep. And that's unnecessary. Working to understand what's going on in your cycle, we can uncover, is there a hormonal imbalance there? And then let's get you the correct healthcare that you need that's gonna fix the problem. You don't need to put a pill on it because that's just gonna cover something up rather than getting you the answers. And then it's gonna, like I said, it's gonna lower your risk of cancer and other things down the road. Um, Young women who take the pill are even more susceptible to mental health issues than older women who take the pill. So these younger women um let's get them the help and the relief that they need and so one of the things that we're actually working towards is rolling out a program for those younger women who've had at least one period so maybe they're you know 12 years old or whatever up until about ages 15 or 16 parents are welcome to attend this format we want these girls to really start to understand things at a younger age
0: wow our guest is Alice Schwantas, who works with the Twin Cities Fertility Care Center as a practitioner there, a fertility care practitioner. And we're talking about NFP here on the heels of NFP Awareness Week and all the benefits therein. one of the things, Alice, that I'm, I'm uh, continually kind of astounded by, and I know this is brought out by other Catholic speakers and presenters and that sort of thing, is that it seems like our society is rather obsessed with doing all these things organically. And yet it, when it comes to their sexuality... They seem to not even think about it, you know, that, oh, yeah, I'll take these pills. uh, And with all the uh, detrimental effects that you were just outlining about taking these things, they don't seem concerned about doing their sexuality in in an organic sort of sense. Any thoughts on that? Any particular? I mean, is this another good way to encourage uh, young women to learn about natural family planning and start uh, practicing it in their own life, even if they aren't yet married?
1: It is. I think we're seeing that organic movement happening even more and more in the secular world. Mm-hmm. Um, at Twin Cities Fertility Care, we don't discriminate. So we're willing to take on sure. anyone who's a client. And we do see non-Catholic and non-Christian clients come through. Um, but I, I've i seen that. Yeah, we we want to eat the healthiest right. meat and dairy and other products. We, we don't want pesticides on our food. We want filtered water. So let's give our bodies what they need in terms of our sexuality too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, just a reflection here from the salad bar of my mind, (laughs) I guess, but uh, just one of the things I found uh, kind of fascinating as well. Yet another reason to really encourage and maybe another way to encourage someone else um, to at least investigate NFP. Um, Any. Particular projects, turning our attention now to Twin Cities Fertility Care Center. Any certain projects? Any particular projects on the horizon for Twin Cities Fertility Care?
1: Yeah, so I mentioned that young women's program that we're yeah. working on right now. Um, we are also revamping our website. So if you go to Twin Cities Fertility Care or tcnfp.org, um, right now it's kind of clunky. It eventually, in the near future, will be very beautiful. Um, we're really excited for that rollout of the new website Um, We're also going to be um, doing some targeted fundraising. As a nonprofit, we're looking to do a really exciting fundraiser this at the end of this summer, um, with a local coffee company. So we appreciate donations coming through, but if you would like to purchase a product, um, this is a really good company that has agreed to partner with us for a coffee fundraiser.
0: Okay. Wow. So there are ways of listeners getting involved, of course, and referrals, donations, uh, that sort of thing. And all that can be found at your website, tcnfp.org. Yeah.
1: Yes. And on social media, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, one final question for you, Alice, before we let you go. um say there's a young woman listening or or maybe it's the interview has passed on to by from a mother or grandmother to a young woman who is you know interested in maybe learning more, but they're nervous about it. It seems like there's too much to take in. Maybe they're nervous about what they might have to do, whatever that involves in terms of getting all the specifics down and uh, charting cycles, whatever it would be. What would you say to them to encourage them and help them to understand that you know this is a good thing to do
1: if someone is nervous i guess i would ask the question what do you have to lose by learning about your body and the way that it was made um that's the basis of this you can take that information and do with it what you will but we teach you how to learn about and appreciate your body and your fertility um i love you know, reflecting on the Bible here. So in Genesis, the woman was the last thing that God created and he saved the best for last. So, so many women are, you know, they're nervous about getting off the pill because they have those symptoms. What if those symptoms come back? Um, But really you're just, you're not getting to the, to the answer here. So if you're worried about achieving pregnancy that you're not ready for, if you're worried about having those symptoms come back after you ditch the pill or something, just know that we're here for you. We want to walk alongside you. And like I said, we have these fantastic medical providers who are ready and waiting to, to assist us in that process.
0: Sounds perfect. Thank you, Alice, so much for all the work that you do and for being with us here on Practicing Catholic. God bless you and all your continued work.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Visit Twin Cities Fertility Care Center online and find out more about NFP and their services at tcnfp.org.